Hey, listen. I'm gonna level with you. I have no idea what I'm doing. But does anybody really know what they're doing? that I've chosen for this episode is going to center around the idea of expectations. And it's kind of funny how a lot of these things have happened or fallen into place. Like, for example, I had set the expectation for this podcast to have a new episode every other week. And... I'm only on episode three, and I've been doing this since January. For context, it is now March. (laughs) Um, Which isn't terrible. I feel like for something that is meant for me and kind of my outlet, my therapy in a way, that's not terrible. But I wanted to talk about expectations because I feel like that's something that has let me down a lot lately. Really, I guess I've been letting myself down because of the expectations that I've put on things, like recording this podcast at a certain frequency and putting it out there at a certain frequency, um, for example. But one of the um, examples I wanted to talk about was our church had a um, youth retreat in Pigeon Forge in February. And it was a long weekend. It was a um, Thursday to a Sunday kind of deal because the kids that we have um, go to school in different counties, but they just so happen to both have that Friday off. So we were able to add an extra day to our big youth retreat, which was great because um, our youth group is, is growing and thriving and life change is happening and just a lot of really good things in that group. So I think the the expectation that others have set I don't I don't really know how to word this. I got asked multiple times by different people in different phases of life, not necessarily the same as mine. Um what I was going, or what my daughter was going to do 
that weekend. Um, for context, she is two. It was just a little baffling to me because we had kind of the same thing go on when we did um, a D-Now weekend in November, which is kind of like a retreat, but you do it all, I guess, in-house, like you do it at your own church and in-houses in the neighboring area. And lots of people were like, well, what is she going to do? And I don't know why that gets under my skin so badly. Because I'm the youth pastor's wife, I feel like it is expected of me to be involved in youth as much as I can. Um, I don't go to Wednesday nights like I want to because I'm a mom and my child has needs. And those needs include going to bed at a certain time, which could not happen if we were at youth. And I don't know, am I expected to get a babysitter every Wednesday to go to youth? I certainly don't expect my parents to keep her every Wednesday so I can go to youth. See that word expect? It's just been coming up a lot lately. So when this when this big weekend retreat would come up, they'd be like, well, what is she going to do? And I would just kind of look at them kind of puzzled because it really did bother me. And I would say, well, she's she's going with us. And I got mixed reactions, and honestly, my own reaction was kind of mixed, because naturally I want her to be with me, and I want her to have experiences too, just because she's a toddler, she's not allowed to be a part of things, just because I'm doing something big with my church, she gets cast aside and has to go stay with somebody else, or be taken care of by somebody else, I don't think that's fair. And then as the weekend approached, it was just... It was a lot. I think I've discussed this before, how I can't make a decision and be happy with it. I second guess everything. And my brain is constantly filled with what ifs and scenarios and play-by-plays of possibilities because it's a defense mechanism. I have to play through every possible outcome so that I'm not surprised by anything. So yeah, it was going to be complicated and tough to take a two-year-old up a mountain with a bunch of teenagers for that long. Um, my parents decided that they were going to have like a mini vacay in the same area that same weekend, um, because they've wanted to get out of town, but also because they felt it was important that I had help if I needed it because my husband is the youth pastor. So it's not like he can just leave and go do something else because it's a youth retreat, you know what I mean? And that, I don't mean for that to paint him in any certain way. It's not that he, it's not that he would ignore his family's needs. It's just, this is, it's part of his job, right? And, and going on this youth retreat as a youth pastor, you know, he's on the job. So I would never expect him to just up and leave and be like, well, you guys take over, you know, I gotta, I gotta deal with this. So expectations. So I feel like I have expectations put on me as the youth pastor's wife. And I don't know if it's assumed expectations that I feel. I know there are certain, you know, certain things that are expected of any pastor's wife. So I really wanted to go on this youth retreat because I'm, I feel like I'm disconnected with the youth group. Um, I feel like I only know like two of them. And I, you know, I want the girls especially 
um, to know that they can come to me and, and talk to me if they need me. I feel like it's important that they have somebody like that. Um, not saying that it has to be me, but I would just like for them to know that it could be if they, if they needed it. So I feel very disconnected from them. I feel very out of the loop. So I wanted to go on this retreat and, and be involved and be plugged in and be helpful and just be a part of what was going on. So I think I had this expectation on myself that I was going to go out of town with my two-year-old, give her the attention that she needed, meet her needs, while also being available, being helpful, being intentional about building relationships, all of this stuff. So I feel like I kind of had set myself up for failure. So just the way that it worked out, it was easier for my daughter and I to sleep where my parents were staying because... I'm not going to be the one to tell a bunch of teenagers, hey, keep it down, my two-year-old needs to sleep when when it's their trip, you know what I mean? So we kind of got out of the way at nighttime and and stayed with them, with my parents, Um, and then we would go in the morning back to the cabin to, to be with the kids. So the first morning, you know... I was really excited. I knew that they were going to have a worship time, and I knew there was going to be a small group time, and I was like, okay, the small group time would be a great time to lend a listening ear, anything like that. So, again, I only knew part of the schedule, so I got there, and I was being told that the girls were going to separate, and they were going to go up in the loft area where most of them were sleeping, and there was a bedroom on either side of the open loft, and I thought, well, that's a that's, that's great. Like, they can each be there. My daughter and I will be just kind of hanging out in the middle. Like, she can play and I can just walk back and forth between the two rooms and be available. And and that'll be great. You know, I got her settled and I was sitting up there with her. And the doors, both of the doors to the rooms closed. And I'm not blaming anyone for any of this. This is just how I felt in that moment. So, I was just like, well, okay. Um, I guess they don't need me. That's fine. All right, honey, let's go back downstairs. So we went back downstairs and I was trying to gather my thoughts because that I didn't, I did not handle, I didn't handle it well internally. Um, so we went downstairs and I was like, all right, well, um, all the adults are on the main level. So we'll go talk to them. So I, you know, I tried to plug myself into the conversations while all of the youth were having small groups. I mean, there were some adults with them. They weren't unsupervised. Um, But then most of the adults were either cleaning up breakfast because that was their responsibility. Or maybe they were preparing for lunch. Again, their responsibility. Maybe they were cleaning. Um, And so I felt very useless because it, it seemed like everybody had a plan. Everybody had a purpose. And... I didn't. Again, I really think all of these expectations were coming from from me, not from an outside source, at least I think. Anyway, so fast forward to the free time. The free time block was like from one to five, the two full days that we were there. And so some of them went off here, some of them went off there. Well, one is my two-year-old's nap time, which worked out great because the cabin was going to be empty. So we didn't have to leave to go take a nap. We could stay. So we laid down in the bed around 1. It, it was probably more closer to 1.15, 1.30 before the cabin settled and, and everyone left. And so 
she fell asleep, had a great nap, napped a little bit longer than I normally would let her at home, but she was very overwhelmed with, with everything that was going on. It was, it was a lot. It was a lot to handle. So around 3.30, we got up and, and she was already pretty awake. So we were able to just put some shoes on and grab jackets and we were going to get in the car and head down the mountain a little bit to go meet, um, the group that my husband was with. So we were driving. I called him and I was like, Hey, like, I know we can't stay very long, but, but we're on our way. We're going to come hang out with you guys for a little while. Well, he said that they had already left. They had already left to head back to the cabin because all the kids that were with him were done. So they, they left early. Again, this is no one's fault. This is just how it played out. I drove a little bit further to go to where the hotel was that where my parents were staying and basically had a full-blown panic attack because I thought that I was going to, you know, spend some time with my husband and the kids that were there. My daughter was going to have a good time. There was a Build-A-Bear there. I wanted to, you know, take her to Build-A-Bear for the first time. I, I had expected to have time as a family in the midst of all the crazy just like I had expected to be helpful and I wasn't and it was hurtful so I was about two seconds from spending the night and then just driving home the next day because I didn't want to be there anymore so I had put all these expectations on this trip right and then I had to realize I was like there's a reason that I wasn't part of the plan that I didn't really know what was going on and the reason was because the expectations that other people had on me for this weekend was Sarah's coming, she's bringing her daughter, her expectation is to be mom, just in a different place, and to share this experience with her daughter and with the youth. To, to be present, to be available if needed, and that's it. I didn't have an expectation put on me from an outside source. I put these expectations on myself and I ended up being really hurt. I ended up almost leaving what was a really great weekend. So that night, I reframed my expectations and I was like, you know what? Tomorrow, I'm not going to set an expectation or a goal to make a connection with anyone. I'm not even going to try and be a part of small groups. I'm just going to stay downstairs and my daughter and I are going to play. You know, if I see a mess, I'll clean it up. If I see somebody needs something, I'll help them. If someone has a question, I'll answer it. But the difference is I, I didn't have anything in my brain specific to accomplish. I didn't have any goals to accomplish on the trip other than being a mom, and being present. It was amazing. The difference from the first day that was an absolute train wreck, my anxiety was high from that moment that the doors closed until I went to bed that night and started, you know, rethinking things. And then day two, when I, when I took all of that pressure off, it was like, it was a totally different day. It was a totally different trip it was amazing. And I remember thinking like, gosh, like not one person said, Sarah, I want you to 
build a relationship with at least one youth member. I want you to lead a small group. I want you to be in charge of this group and and make sure they're okay. No one did any of that. Literally all that I needed to do was go be a mom, but also be present with the people who were there. You know, I think a lot about expectations too. Being the mom to a toddler, and not only that, a toddler that has big emotions. I'm talking huge. And I empathize with her so strongly because I see myself in her. I don't want to get too big into into childhood trauma, but there were things that I look back on and realize, wow, that, that had a big impact on on how I am in this moment. (laughs) Um, I remember, I guess I could say, not being allowed to feel my big feelings. I remember hearing phrases like, oh, you're fine, or it's not a big deal. And I don't ever want to say those things to her. There are moments where she really is okay, and it's really not a big deal, but I don't want to say that. She is only two, so there's, I have to keep that in mind too. She's not developmentally ready to have, like, emotion talks. All I can do for her right now, when she is in the middle of a tantrum or just freaking out because something's not right or she's feeling sad or frustrated or mad about something, is just to sit with her. I already see little glimpses of anxiety in her and, oh man... I try so hard to keep myself calm around her and to react to things a certain way to shield her from that anxiety. I don't want to pass that on to her. I just, I really have to watch myself because she's two and I can already see signs of her feeling anxious about things and just the way that she reacts to certain things are almost triggering for me because... I don't want that for her. So anyway, that was, that was a lot. But as far as expectations go, I don't expect her to act a certain way when something happens. I have learned you can't really expect anything because you, you never know. I never know how she's going to react because it changes so often. And so I can't put expectations on her because all that's going to lead to is frustration for both of us. If I expect her to act a certain way in every situation, or if I expect her to act the same way she did last time we did this, or last time we had this transition, or went to this place, or ate this food, or whatever it is, then I'm setting myself up for failure. And I'm setting her up to think that she's doing something wrong. We really need to be careful about what kind of expectations we put on ourselves. But you really have to be careful about expectations that you put on other people as well. And you might not be a parent, so you might not relate to that. But you can't really put expectations on anyone. Now, I'm not saying, like, you know, you're dating someone and you you shouldn't, you know, expect them to treat you well. That's not what I'm saying. And there's probably a much more eloquent way of saying what I'm saying. But if we live our life constantly 
expecting a certain result, we're probably going to be disappointed. But if you, if you realize that, you know, maybe this won't happen. Maybe I should try something else. And I, I typically sometimes have lived my life in a way of, you know, if you expect the worst, then you can't really be disappointed when the worst happens. And then if, if it's not the worst thing, if it's something better, then like, oh, that's even better. I don't recommend that either. Gosh, somebody else would be way better at wording this. Somebody else would be way better at even saying this. I'm not qualified. I'm not qualified to be saying any of this to anyone except myself, which is what I'm doing. Isn't it how, isn't this how this started? This is supposed to be for me, right? But gosh, if any of this is speaking to you, resonating with you, if you can relate at all, that's awesome. I love that. Be careful about the expectations that you put on yourself. Be careful about the expectations that you put on others. But man, especially yourself, because truthfully, can you control anyone else? No. But you can control you. And even times where you may feel out of control, put a hand on your stomach, put a hand on your heart, lay down flat somewhere, and take a deep breath. And you'll slowly start to feel a little more in control. And although there are a lot of things that we can't control, what we can do is set realistic expectations, or maybe no expectations at all, you know? Whatever the day needs, Whatever you need that day, we just take it one day at a time over here. And that's enough. That's enough.